I want to do that. I would love to do that. If I could, I would. When I go to yoga classes and everyone around me is a mother, I'm like, (laughs) this is my future. I'm manifesting this. I'm going to go to yoga. You can't discount that those mothers also have like really bomb ass careers. I'm Hannah, and we are back for another episode of Prugogi Pod. And today, I have the honor of being joined by June here in the middle and Hannah on the edge. So it's a Hannah sandwich. <laughs> it's a Hannah sandwich, actually. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, we met through some mutual friends and like got really really close. Yeah. Um, I always come out of our dinners. Crying, <laughs> laughing, like literally. Well, we all do. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my gosh, I I just need to waterproof my makeup. <laughs> I just stop. That's the solution. Yeah, you guys can actually uh, check out the partnership channel. And so, if you guys haven't already followed Studio on Instagram, please go ahead and do that. Uh, June is June Hyoju Choi mm-hmm. on Instagram. That's H Y O J U Choi J U. <laughs> I did that badly. Yo, can we have like a blooper reel for a <laughs> like, You know what, guys? I'll special. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, I'll just put it up on the screen. That's easier. And then Hannah is love l u v underscore h a e n a. Hannah, yes. Hannah. I couldn't get my name. I couldn't get my name. So I had to do Hannah or Hannah. Hannah. Yeah, today we're going to be talking a little bit about questioning if we're able to do both love, have like a happy marriage, boyfriend, whatever situation, uh, potentially kids, and be a full-time working woman. Career woman, a boss woman. So I guess let's just start out. Yeah, when you guys were younger, did you guys like envision your life going a certain way? No. I mean, I did, Mm. but it definitely wasn't realistic because I knew only so much and there was a limited perspective. And so like, for example, when I was younger, I wanted to be a singer. But like, that is definitely not realistic and not possible. Why? It's just, the world is your oyster. It's just not. Uh, specifically, I wanted to be a K-pop star. And oh as you gosh. guys know, the Korean X population is especially competitive because it's kind of like a best practice in terms of Korean entertainment that you need international people. Mm. So I wanted to be that. I definitely did not become that, but I... Your K-pop <laughs> idol in my eyes. <laughs> Thanks. I mean, what did you want to be when you were little? You know what's really funny? I wanted to be a pop star. Okay. Okay. Hannah Montana. I mean, Hannah Montana. Should we just come out with a girl group right no, now? No, literally, literally. Because, okay, Britney Spears... Oh, idol. Yeah, like genuinely, like I looked up to her. I was like doing dances in front of the TV. Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, that's, that's like, I'm going to do that. Did it happen? (laughs) Not really. Can I sing? Not really. Did someone someone say, oh, you're a little tone deaf? Yep. (laughs) Very much so. Very much so said I'm tone deaf. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Shout out to you, Josh. Um, (laughs) Josh, why do you do that? I know. know. Um, What about you, Hannah? you i don't think i had a vision about my life like Mm. it sounds sad but i grew up being a child actress here Mm -hmm. as a kid and Mm. then i was signed to a korean label at such a young age all i knew was entertainment and doing what i was told so my life was always scheduled and very like structured Mm -hmm. so i never really even thought about the future and i never really envisioned myself anything else but just doing what i was told i mean i assume like your mom kind of set things up for you yeah and and like my household was very like even on sundays i needed a schedule like by time like by hours so like it was very like i'm only laughing because hannah's mom is like a very schedule oriented person very like hannah's mom is like a woman that is a go-getter but like for her too like she grew up that way because she was one of the very first what we say is kwangde you know kwangde kwangde my mom what was a kwangde 
Gwangdae is basically what now we call like Hangukmyeong or like Jeontong mm. Samunnori or whatever people that do traditional arts. Okay. Oh, Cuz yeah, back in the day it was looked down upon. It was like the poor did that. Oh. You know? As opposed to today like very very rich people pay for that service. Right. And like nowadays I guess it transitions into what K-pop is now mm. to be honest. I mean mm. it does have a lot of western influences but my mom and her brother were one of the very first troops mm-hmm. that started that and she was in it since like she was four. Oh wow. So for her too like th- that's how she lived and that's yeah. all she knew. Right. So when she moved to LA I, and like had a kid at a very old age. Oh. She had me when she was 40 and she, like very unexpected. Oh, I see, I see. I feel like she didn't know another way to really raise someone. Or, right, right. Because that's yeah. all she knew. Yeah. And so do you guys ever feel like career or like having a profession was like ever pushed on to you guys like by your parents? I think for me, it's like the stereotypical like you should become a doctor or a lawyer, a lawyer or yes. some kind of profession that makes a f ton of money right mm-hmm. right you know it's not even just the money aspect it's like having that service available to your family mm. because at the end of the day they are essential things that could push your family you know right. further right like at all the family reunions <laughs> everyone's getting checked out by our exactly. doctor uncle. yeah yeah exactly, exactly. Like, oh can you look at can we have a dental <laughs> surgery yeah yeah right here yeah yeah can we also room? get a discount yeah on yeah the exactly, exactly. That we need? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no exactly and so i don't think that maybe like if you were to ask my parents this about me they would say like oh we didn't push it on her Mm, and maybe that was their intention at the end of the day but as I got older these questions became more real like what are you going to do with your life how are you going to make a living and it shifted to like because I was I would say growing up, I wasn't that self-introspective. I was just put in a place and I was like, okay, I'll I'm perform my it. duty. Yeah. yeah. In terms of like grades, like I always got good grades. Um, I didn't hang out with like troublesome people. Like if anything, we just hung out in high school. Yeah. And, and that was our circle. hated everybody. <laughs> that was our bubble. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Cause you guys um, have known each other for a long time, right? Like yeah. elementary right. school? Since yeah. Elementary and then middle school and then high school. Yeah. Oh. It's a, a long time. Yeah, and then I'm just butting into your friendship. But no, no not and then e- she just left me for college. <laughs> oh, I left for Korea, uh-huh. and then moved she back eight years back. later. Yeah, crazy. And that then we so became crazy. a thing. Yes, you're right. I love us. I know. Me too. I really do. <laughs> me too. Me too. <laughs> um, but kind of going back on the question, uh, I because I was not self introspective. When my parents were like, it's your question to answer and it's your decision, I like shriveled up and died. Like, I was like, what do you mean? Like, Like, what am I supposed to do here? Right. Mm -hmm. Because at least for me too, my entire life was planned out. I had like, here's what you need to do, get good grades. Mm -hmm. And so for the first time when I had to like make a decision, I was like, I don't know mm. because I like had never thought about what I actually wanted, like what my skill sets yes. were. Like I was just told, Oh, you're extroverted. Oh, you're good at science. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, be a doctor. Mm-hmm. And then, right. Obviously, obviously it didn't go that way, but <laughs> yeah, I can like completely relate. I wonder if it's like, if it's more of like a lost in translation kind of thing, like maybe oh. for our parents, they do think they're imbuing the right values in us mm. to at which that point when they ask us, what do you want to do? We'd be like ready, you know, we'd right. be so ready to answer that question. Right. Whereas it's the opposite. Like when they asked that question, I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What does <laughs> it mean in between the lines? <laughs> yeah. What yeah. Is, what's the correct answer? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so I don't really know. Like for me growing up, living in a bicultural household, for some reason, I think that I'm not as educated as like my white friends or my white counterparts because my knowledge of my brain has to be spliced down the middle. Oh, wow. and like my my parents don't speak English, and uh-huh. so I have to 
speak to them in Korean. And mm-hmm. so that sort of time where I could be furthering my English vocabulary, be talking about politics or things happening in America, it was like diverted into like Korean culture. Mm-hmm. Right, you know? right. Okay, and then I guess like for you, Hannah, right? You grew up here most right. of your life and then you went to Korea for college and yeah and training yeah k-pop and training k- k- k-pop, k-pop tra- idol training k-pop everyone. idol model training <laughs> yeah <laughs> miss K- miss korea what year <laughs> um but yeah and yeah so, yeah it, like did you have like a career path that you were kind of set on like what was like kind of your experience i feel like being a child actor and then going into K-pop and training and doing the whole Miss Korea and everything like that, it really just happened out of the blue, oh, very randomly. Yeah. Like it just, it start, it just, it was like a time thing. It would just happen one after another, 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 and that's all I knew. Right. And this right. was back when K-pop wasn't popular. Yeah. Yeah. We were like the weird Asian chicks. Like you right. know, like, like I would secretly listen to Right, K-pop right. Like groups. no one would dare to know. Right. I'm like, you Mom, know? don't talk about this yeah. too loud. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 But now it's like like very popular and like yeah. kids bond over it. But so like I don't really feel like I had a choice mm. to change career and I just did it. When I was here, like June said too, I didn't know if I was Korean or American. Um, you know, I was so confused. But right. then when I moved to Korea, I really felt that, oh, I'm American. Because there, you would get, uh, you know. So discriminated. Yeah, very yeah. discriminated that you're not full Korean. It, like, honestly hurts my heart when you recount stories to me of, like, what you actually encountered in Korea. It's so saddening. Because, like, I wouldn't ever want my friend to be treated like this. But, like, it's almost a reflection of, like, how she was treated here, but tenfold. Right. Right. I lived there for eight years. You know, I had a focus, and I just thought I had to do this because I didn't know anything else. Right. Most of my life is all I did was entertainment, and that's all I knew. Yeah, yeah. So by the time I came back and I moved, it was during COVID and lockdown, and no one was hiring. I also had nothing on my resume. That is so stressful. It's so Mm. stressful. I didn't even know what LinkedIn was until she told me. (laughs) She's like, that's where people apply for jobs. Right. And I was like, how do I even start? I had nothing to put on my resume or my LinkedIn. I was like, I don't have experience. Right. It's like you're starting over. I'm starting over at a very late age. Mm. Other people have interned during like their senior year in college. Mm -hmm. Right. But, you know, gratefully, somehow I was also given a chance to apply for a job and I got the job and now I'm here. But like still today, my parents don't know really exactly what my job is. Oh, she just, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I just love like, that for you. You know, but I'm like, oh, I'm just in entertainment. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, still? Like, are you a director? And I was like, no. Are you a director? And I'm like, <laughs> they're like, then are you a writer? Are you an actress? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no. And they're like, so yeah. you're not, so they're like, you don't have a job. I'm like, no. <laughs> I have a job. It's just a different role. Right. Yeah. Right. I also think it's kind of interesting because obviously we're all born and raised in LA Mm -hmm. and LA is honestly such like it's a checkbox for a lot of people well Hannah was raised in PV so a nicer but she was raised (laughs) in SoCal and very close to Hollywood like for me it wasn't until college where I realized that like LA SoCal aka Hollywood Mm -hmm. was so coveted Right. You know, and that's why it's really nice to meet a lot of transplants later in my life because um. they have they bring such a fresh perspective of like what they want to do, what they want to accomplish here. Yeah. Whereas maybe it's not something we like kind of really hounded on or looked upon when we were growing up. Mm. But it did shape us, all of us, at the end of the day. Right. Like, growing up in this very, it's especially sunny. It has great weather. Right. You could see celebrities at cafes. Oh, all the time. A dime a dozen. Yeah. Yeah. And people really want that. Mm, Yeah, no, that's a very fair point. Because, right, yeah, I've grown up around Hollywood. Right. I'm very used to uh, this industry and, like, kind of seeing women... Um, 
you know, like take like take charge within yeah. the yeah. industry, especially like in the most recent years, because we are all uh, working women <laughs> who yeah. love independence and providing for ourselves. <laughs> but have you guys like felt like you can't balance work and having like a personal life, like work and having a relationship? Mm. Okay, <laughs> I have to say I failed in work life balance. Bro, wait, okay. Bro, Real she quick. did. She did. She's bad at this. She's so bad. <laughs> Literally. No. I admit it, you know, I'm working on it, but I think I'm at a moment right now where I also want work life balance. I just don't know how. And I don't even know if that's okay and like by okay it's not like someone saying i have to be one way right at all right but like i also get influenced by social media you know and like tiktok and instagram and podcasts and whatever you hear like you know support and advocacy for independent women career-driven women great i love that and we should be oh yeah but at the same time it's like is it bad to want to just be married and like live taking care of my kids and having my husband just bring home the bacon like is that bad like why why do I have to support myself and be the breadwinner for my family like why can't I just not do that you know like I'm tired too yeah so yeah I think as women I know I know people and companies are fighting this by giving like parental leave rather than maternity leave right but I still think that there's the expectation like, oh, like you are the mother of this household. You need to be like the backbone and you need to like take care of the kids and, you know, drive them to all the soccer practices and whatnot. Be at the recitals, whatever, practice. But how are we supposed to do that when we also have to balance work? Yeah. Climbing the ladder. Exactly. Yeah. Like being on the partner track, you know, I feel like not just in one specific work area i think it's all across still at this day and age women we have to be 10 times more prepared especially Mm. women of colored Mm. and especially being younger Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's not fair right so it's like how are we given the opportunity to really do work-life balance like i was speaking with one of my opas and he was like what do you mean like it's easy like all you got to do is put in the effort but it's like it's not it's really not right it's very different oh yeah because also i don't know i'm an empathetic person like i get very invested into the things i'm a part of and whatnot and so i can't like just switch it off exactly you know i have so much to say about this topic this question spill spill um (laughs) the asmr um kind of like what i (laughs) mentioned earlier because all of us didn't pick that stereotypical doctor lawyer Mm. like traditional occupation that most asians in society choose Mm -hmm. to to withhold for me like i have to do more I have to work extra hard to prove to my parents, to prove to my future family that this is all worth it. And if you don't know me, I'm someone that really does like to do a lot. Yeah. And therefore, it's kind of like a, I'm a jack of all trades, master of none type of situation. (laughs) But like, you gotta shoot your shot, you know? Yeah. And so, especially in the home and the household, my my husband is a lawyer mm-hmm. and so he he kind of did take that traditional route route of becoming uh someone who makes a lot of money and someone who's very essential and will be at the end of the day uh uplifted in society mm-hmm. and i obviously love that for him but it's kind of hard for him to meet me in the middle because he doesn't know what I'm doing because what I'm doing is spread all over the place. Right. And he, obviously I, I don't know anything about law either, Uh but it's like, I do try to meet him in the middle, but there is kind of like a gap in terms of our intimate relationship Mm. because we don't 
understand our professional lives whoa yeah i mean it's kind of like when your parents don't understand what you're doing (laughs) it's it's like you can't ask questions about a topic that you don't know anything about exactly and so yeah i can like completely see why that would happen but actually so curious do you think people look at you differently because you're married to a lawyer Mm. Mm, i'm sure that they do but it's only in a more positive way Mm. it's like i know someone who is also related to a lawyer Um. you know whereas if you were to ask him that specific question he'd probably feel it like more full-on and more but like it it is directly affecting him Mm. right and so like i think it's kind of funny like my parents obviously his in-laws they really celebrate that he like actually became a lawyer right he and, made it and he yeah he did yeah he, did. he truly did but he's like why are they treating me like this mm. like what's going on mm. and i'm just like this is something that should be celebrated right you know and i think that for my parents it may be a little different it's more like you guys have both reached stability. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's unlocking a new level. And so I like that. But I feel like also as people evolve, more and more people do not want to become mm-hmm. lawyers, doctors. These occupations that are at the end of the day very essential. Right. But they just don't want to put the work in to yeah. become that. Yeah, I think there's, like, a general consensus of, like, and maybe it's, like, now that content creation, you can make yeah just as much money. Exactly. Right. But it's, like, I don't I don't want to take, why would I take the hard route? <laughs> right. right. Even, like, the statistic that I've heard is that teachers at the end of their careers will make as much money as doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of all the schooling they have to pay and, like, because doctors can't work as early as teachers do. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I think there's been, like, a lot of questioning on whether or not it is worth it Mm. no exactly and if you aren't even a teacher or a doctor you can just start making videos at like fresh out of high school or college and make tenfold of whatever the salary those people are making like why not do it yeah yeah exactly switching gears a little bit i know hannah you mentioned like is it bad to want to, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. take on the motherly, the wifely role? And mm-hmm. so, right, I think a question that you had asked me at one time was, is it bad to want to be a trophy wife? <laughs> yeah, is it? Is it? Like, why? Like, I mean, no one said straight on, oh, my God, how dare you? Right. But, like, the society or, like, I don't want to say trend, but the movement, I guess, or what's highly uh supported mm-hmm. nowadays is that you're an independent boss bitch like mm-hmm. right jenny bus exactly like, exactly yeah. exactly but can't i just be a trophy wife but be a <laughs> boss bitch at the same time like is like literally it's genuinely a question i have and it's like is it bad to want to know the answer is it bad like is it right. is it a bad thing like what since like why right like it's not like i'm saying i want to be a gold digger that's different right yeah but i'm saying i'll work too and have my own career but is it also bad to not have that be my hundred percent and have family be my hundred percent you know what i mean i feel like that's not a trophy wife though because trophy wife the definition implies that not doesn't do anything doesn't do anything professional. <laughs> depends on my husband like, really <laughs> looks good and uh-huh. like maybe supports her husband in some way but like at the end of the day she's not doing anything for herself i want to do that my interpretation of i would life. love to do that if i could i would right i mean you know what i mean when i go to yoga classes and everyone around me is a mother i'm like <laughs> This is my future. Yeah. I'm manifesting this. But I'm going to go to yoga. You can't discount that those mothers also have like really bomb ass careers. You know? That's true. Yeah. I, yeah, you're right. I think like, I don't know. I mean, I'm trying to think. I don't think it's bad to want to be um, more family oriented. Yeah. Like why? So what if I don't want to have a career? 
what if my career is to be a house stay at home mom right i mean seeing you in your career journey right now i think you would love to have a career <laughs> you love to put yourself out there you love to climb the ranks and so it's kind of like the things you're saying are contradicting yeah. And I also feel like wanting to be a trophy wife or that being the end goal is your very, like, Eastern Asian side of you speaking out. Mm. Because that is so prevalent in Korea. Oh, interesting. And whereas in Western culture, it's like, you can do all... In Western culture, it, the idea of fair play... It's like, I want this. Mm-hmm. And so my husband needs to start like stepping up to the plate in terms of like household chores. Mm. So Fair, Fair Play is a book by Eve Rodsky. And there's also a documentary on it. But it kind of navigates the world of like the power balance mm. or the lack thereof. Mm-hmm. That like at the end of the day, females are doing way more in the household. And it's hard to tell your husband, like, to do the dishes. Right. Because it may not be your place. Right. And, like, that kind of interaction hasn't ever been set in your relationship. Oh. And so I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to be a trophy wife. For me, as your very close friend, Mm -hmm. when you become or if you become one, I think you would be severely unhappy. Hmm. interesting like i'm kind of thinking of it right or just before this podcast you were talking about how like you'll go to you'll go to work nine to eight <laughs> right it's pretty much nine plus to weekends eight. plus weekends because you're yeah. going to networking events like right. three times a week and so i'm wondering is you saying like oh i want to be a trophy wife a function of like you being like potentially burnt out very, very much, much so. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I'm fairly new to the game, I would say, in a way where I'm in entertainment, but on a different end. Mm. I've been at the company for a year and a half, a little over and a half. And I've been given, I've been giving 100% every single 150%. day. 150%. <laughs> I can Less confidently say that I have. And I think it's just I want it that much more. I do also have that feeling of I started later than everybody else. And the fact that, you know, when I do meet clients or execs or head of whatever, they are still predominantly men. Right. And I do feel a little suffocated and angry that I have to prove that I am smart. I know the business. Mm. I'm not just whatever I am, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And just because I'm younger and just because I'm newer doesn't mean I don't know things that could help you in business-wise. Oh, yeah. So it's like at work, it's still very people-facing, very client-facing. After work, I still have to do that. So you're just on all the time. So I'm on a hundred and I have to be alert literally 24 hours. Not that my company is saying you have to go out and meet all these people. Right. But that's like it's industry. Exactly. If I want to do well and go up the ladder career wise, then that's what I'm going to have to do. And I'm going to have to put in the work. And I can't complain because obviously the seniors before our time that Mm -hmm. are of color. Mm hmm. They probably, I know for sure, had it 20, 100, 30, 50, whatever times <laughs> worse than we did, you know? So it's like, who am I to just say I'm so burnt out? Uh, like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. 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 No, that's, that's, that's fair. Like, that makes sense. Like, I think it kind of, I'm torn here because right? I think it can discredit the struggles that people have had before, but mm-hmm. at the same time, like there needs to be like a validation of like your own feelings and your yeah. own emotions. It also doesn't mean that like what you're feeling now aren't not troublesome. Right. Like it doesn't discount or discredit any of the emotions you're feeling now. Right. You know. Right. But maybe maybe the higher execs will be like, <laughs> so what? Yeah. yeah. Do you Don't know back bitch. in my day? <laughs> back literally in my day. back in my day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, how do you feel? 
about it. Do you ever feel like there is a lack of balance between what you want to accomplish in your career versus your personal, interpersonal relationships? Mm. I'm a very extreme person. <laughs> I'm literally... We love that. I am not... <laughs> I either am not a shit at all okay. or I'm completely into it. Okay. And so when it comes to like like right now, for example, right? I've just been grinding with mm-hmm. podcasts, with my job and whatnot. And so I feel like it's taking up 80% of my time and mm-hmm. I no longer have the mental capacity nor the like physical bandwidth. like bandwidth. Yeah. yeah. Like I don't have time in my calendar to be going on dates and so i notice that it's always one or the other Mm -hmm. like i think Mm. a lot of last year was spent going on dates you know trying to figure out what i like didn't like anything apparently (laughs) (laughs) i'm sorry but like the options are mid mid wow why are you being so nice (laughs) there are no options there's no options right so what do you Imagine your Isangyeon to be like your ideal person. To Would marry you, or to date? To be in your life mm. at any capacity. It's not like she's going to meet someone and be like, I'm going to be your wife. Mm. I mean, hopefully not. Or life partner. Right. Yeah. Like, would you want your partner to have like the same level of like, I'm X percent invested in my career? Mm. You know? I. I think right now where I am, right? I said like 80%. Mm-hmm. I think that's a little bit too high to be honest. Yeah. Mm. Like it leaves very little room for Anything all the, uh, yeah. yeah. And so I think like tone that down maybe to like 65, 70. <laughs> okay. 65, that's 70. Still pretty high. 50? <laughs> yeah, that's still yeah, pretty high. I know, I know. About 50. Just, yeah, maybe 50. 50, <laughs> 50, 50. Like, kind of like half, half. <laughs> okay. Oh, you're right. Balance, work life balance. <laughs> balance game. Yeah, you're right, you're right. Okay, 50. Okay. Um, I think I would want them to be equally as invested in their career because I think last week on the episode, mm-hmm. um, I had been talking to my friend about how when one person is bored, when one person doesn't have as much going on in their lives, fights ensue within the relationship. Yeah, Because one person just has too much time, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I think I would want that to be pretty equal. And then also I think that at least like as of like the past few months, right? Been going to a lot of networking events, been trying to make sure that I reach out and right. keep in touch with people after mm-hmm. the networking events. I think I would want some sort of, like I think so much time is dedicated to that. I would hope that my partner is maybe in a similar industry where like he's required to do that. Would you want him to go to your networking events with you or would you want him to go to a separate one? You know, both. am i allowed to choose both no yeah you could do both no but like what it's like one for you one for me type of thing interesting how Mm. would you do both how would you logistically make that work because then i feel like you guys will both fall into a pattern of like every thursday is reserved for like each other's events but you know what i feel like especially when just seeing it I don't know. Seeing it personally on my hand in my industry, mm-hmm. that is how they have to work it out. When they're married and they have kids, mm-hmm. but they are also in somewhat of the similar industry. They may be different roles, but in the industry, like you know what I mean? Right, yeah. right. They do have to really calendar out a separate time and make sure that, let's say, one goes on, for a business trip for a week, right. they make sure that the following week they have it blocked out for family time. Like, it, it, like you have to be able to, it feels so calculated, but at the same time, I feel like depending on what your values are and what works for your marriage or partnership, I think it varies. Like, you could do that and it might make sense. Oh, gosh. You know? it's really different completely hear what you're saying but at a certain point things start to feel unnatural Mm. and therefore very inorganic when you're just putting things on the calendar like we all grew up with like those comedies where it's like 
oh, my wife won't, like, have sex with me. <laughs> you know? It's, like, a scheduled <laughs> thing on the calendar. Oh, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. used to oh, think that was so weird. Right. You know, especially as a little kid where you're, like, looking forward to whenever you have it. And right. then when you're in the prime of it, we're like, this is what I need. It's a very humanistic aspect. But... Like, as time goes on, it's like, oh, this is something I actually need to make time for. Mm. And I would have never thought if I were to ask myself 10 years ago, like, what do you think should be, like, staples in your schedule? Do you schedule sex? No, I'm not. Okay. Say sex. No, sex is completely different. Sex, I feel like, is very different. Mm. But what I mean is like going to either separate or combined events, uh, depending on if the person works within your industry or not. You know what I mean? Right. I like my previous relationships, like I've dated on both ends where they <laughs> were in my industry and they weren't. But like even if they were in my industry, they were on in a different way. They weren't exactly the same role I was. Um, but I feel like a pro was that because they were in the industry, if I took them to my work event, they were able to go off confidently and do their own thing. Oh. I didn't have to bring them around and make sure like they were okay and I like didn't that. feel like Yeah. You but didn't have to babysit. No, I didn't have you to babysit were being at a all. Freaking mother. Exactly. Yeah. But like on the other end where I dated someone that was completely not in the industry, I did have to make sure and like check in like are they okay? Oh, but I have a little, a little blurb. <laughs> okay, <laughs> blurb. blurb it out. <laughs> if you were dating someone in the industry, yeah, it's it's ever so optimal for him because if he's in the industry, he's also meeting and networking people and spreading his word about whatever creative projects he's working on. Right, mm-hmm. and so it's like a symbiotic, beneficial relationship. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if you took a doctor to a networking party, he'd be like, WTF? Like, what am I doing here? Right, right. You know? That makes sense. Like, there's less Mm buy-in. Like, there's just less of a need. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess it depends on the guy, right? It really depends on the person. Yeah. Yeah, If that doctor were truly very much extroverted, I'm sure, like, he'd make so many celebrity <laughs> friends oh for at that sure you'd be like here's my card oh my god oh beautiful yeah, literally getting getting more clients exactly yeah. exactly, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> only the fancy hospitals <laughs> oh. you know yeah i'm gonna need to think about your question june for a little bit longer because right like based on hannah's experience because i haven't I've never dated somebody in the, in the same industry. industry. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know what that's like. But I do know, bare minimum, I can't <laughs> I can't babysit you. I can't babysit you. I can't feel like embarrassed yeah. of something that you're gonna say, you know? Yeah. 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 And yeah. So yeah, I think at the very least, like maybe have some nunchi yeah that's yeah. the best it also boils down to like if you can't do xyz would you even take him there mm-hmm. like maybe you just leave him at home right you i'm know? embarrassed of you stay home <laughs> <laughs> stay in my you room you have a night in don't worry <laughs> yeah you rest you rest you deserve I'll it uber eats for you you didn't have dinner i'll uber eats no <laughs> cooking like, no i want to go <laughs> There was no plus one. They said no plus, no one. plus one. No plus one. No, plus one. no partners, no husbands, like, oh. nothing. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know there are some people that have said that. So <laughs> I won't name names and I won't name the event, but like I full on knew there was a plus one avail. And they had said to their... To their partner? Yeah. They were like, they're so strict about it. Like, there's no plus ones. Oh, wait, can I ask like, what the reasoning was? Were they... I don't know 100%, but I want to say 82, 83% was... They just wanted to have fun and do what they do without having to be... Tied down. Right. And monitored. And like, yeah. Right. Let me take off my... Yeah, let ring. me get loose. No, just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That was a joke. That was a bad joke. 
Take that out. Take that out. <laughs> so I guess final question wise, like, what do you want for your life? Do you want to? Ooh, that was deep. Like, do you want? Do you want to be a stay-at-home wife? Do you want to be a stay-at-home mom? Like, you want to focus on your career? Do you think you can have both? Because, right, as a friend, I've heard from you. You're like, I'm gonna have kids soon. Mm-hmm. I do want kids soon. And so, it's more so okay. So, blatant answer to that question is: I definitely want a family, and I want a family that can support me, but I can also support them Mm. and so i don't know about you guys but i grew up in a very uh it's not even a matriarch centric house it's more of a patriarch centric household like my my mom was running around doing everything for my dad Mm. and i would expect that my future looks a little bit more balanced Mm -hmm. and my kids can appreciate me for actually physically giving birth to them, but mm. also supporting my husband mm-hmm. and being a supportive mom. Mm-hmm. And so there are a lot of roles that I have to play, mm. right? Yeah. And I would want my communication, although it's hard because if I have to communicate to like little humans, they won't understand. Right. Like I would want to solidify like this is what I am and this is what I want to be Mm. and have that kind of like resonate throughout the household. Mm. I don't know if anything I just said makes sense. It seems like very abstract. A little bit. But only because I have never seen it. Mm. You know, maybe I've seen it in like, my friends' households, uh-huh. like their families, because as a Asian immigrant or the offspring of an Asian immigrant, it's very hard to navigate what success will look like. Yeah. So, yeah, at the end of the day, I want my husband to appreciate me. I want my kids to appreciate me. And I want to have ample time for myself, but also my life. Right. And my life would include you guys, like my social Aww. life. Simkunks. Oh my gosh, I'm giving myself godmother title right now. (laughs) They're gonna be so confused. Oh my god. Yeah, I I, I guess on the topic of kids, it's like I want them sooner or later, Mm -hmm. but I'm also battling with the once I have them, there's no going back. Mm. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. I think so. I've been thinking about that lately too. Do you want kids soon? Like what? Yeah, well, I'm interested. You see, uh, what do you want I right think, now? Okay, I think I get confused still because, okay. right? Like I said, my parents have had a lot of influence on me. Right. And I think my dad has always been like, "You need to have a good career, but at a certain point, you're gonna have kids and you're gonna have to raise them. Like mm-hmm. it's very difficult to do both. Because mm-hmm. right, like my mom was like." A working mom and mm-hmm. so my grandma like mostly raised me yeah. and so I think like with that example and you know w- words of wisdom from my dad I'm like oh does my life like like what am I like what am I working so hard for mm. if I'm gonna eventually have to take a step back from the corporate world which right companies these days like Google mm-hmm. they will pay oh. for you to freeze your eggs because they don't want yeah. you to leave yeah and so I'm like, is it even worth it to climb the corporate ladder Mm. if Mm. I do want kids? Because I I think I do want kids. Right. I think. We'll see. Because I used to say, I want four. I think it's gone down to three, (laughs) maybe two. But now I've been, right? I'm like, oh, but once... Yeah. Once I have them, they yeah. don't really go away. Yeah, you can't, like, (laughs) suck them back in or anything. (laughs) Suck them back in. <laughs> you can't like delete. Oh <laughs> Control up, delete. Exactly. Yeah. Like undo. You know? Right. Right. There's no command Z option. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't know. I think like I've always leaned a little bit more towards like just being a mom, a mm-hmm. wife. But at the same time, I. Right, I I know so many kids, so many like friends with stay at home moms, mm-hmm. and like they're very privileged to have that. But 
But I think there is almost like a lack of respect from the kids mm. being like, oh, my mom's just a stay-at-home mom. Like, she doesn't I do anything. I totally feel that. Yeah. And I feel like that is one of the many things that are, like, lost in translation. Mm. Like, I'm sure all of our moms, all of our first-generation immigrant moms would want, like, the potential life we could have. It's just, it was physically, logistically impossible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, Hannah, what about you? Yeah, what about you? To be honest, I didn't want kids. I didn't want to get married. I didn't believe in it. I was like, love? <laughs> Fuck that. I was like, that's just what rom-com. is love? That's just Disney. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no such thing. Um, and I didn't think I was going to get married. I, I talk as if I'm married right now. I'm not. <laughs> marriage to me was such a like foreign thought Mm. never ever but i want to say within maybe the past two years Mm -hmm. i really want kids like i adore kids i want to be married she's ovulating (laughs) (laughs) i'm ovulating (laughs) (laughs) but like i just i i want kids and i want a family of my own and because i want that i think i want to be a stay-at-home mom you know and like obviously if financially me and my husband to be whoever that may be it it requires for me to still go to work Mm -hmm. i'm not against it right But if I do have the privilege of being a stay-at-home mom and really caring for my kids when they need me, I I would love to do that and give 100% and be the support and backbone to my husband at home, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But, like, if I'm having to still be part of the corporate world, I'm still... I still love my job. It's still fun. Right. Even though I may want to jump off here and there. But, you know, um, it has its highs. It has its lows. But... As of now, I do want to be married and have kids. And I think it just falls to where me and my future husband really meet halfway. Mm -hmm. If he's like, I really need you to be the support at home, I will. But if he's like, gladly. gladly. Will you if you were like just given a promotion and like you have projects in the pipeline that are really worth your time? Like then it would be more of a debate. It would be a debate. And that's why I'm saying it would really depend on where we meet halfway, me and Mm -hmm. my future husband. And like as of now, because I'm so single. I think like aggressively single, so single. aggressively single, too single. <laughs> I think my focus is more of the next generation career wise for me. I am mm. focused on, I just want to give at least like 0.05 or even 0.1% okay. to creating a very, very stable and concrete foundation for the next generation of not just colored younger women, but Asian Americans that want to be part of this industry. And they don't know how they don't have the resources. Their family isn't a somebody like, you know what I mean? And I want to make it known that we as Asian American women, we're not just a trend. Mm -hmm. And like our stories aren't just about the hardships of immigration. We have so much more stories in between Oh, yeah. You know, and so I really want to, it's my own greed, but I don't neglect the opportunities and the advantages that we were given in our generation because of the previous that Mm. they've done for us. Mm -hmm. I just want to really, I'm saying I'm not going to be like the end all be all and like be the face of it. I just want to. you could. No, no, no. You could. I just want to support like a little bit, like a grain of salt or a grain of like kochukaru, you know, like. like Maybe it's that that mindset and that mentality that is limiting you. It's not that you Mm. have to open the doors for the next generation. Mm -hmm. You can very much likely open the doors for yourself. Mm. 
I don't want my doors to be open. Why? Yet. I'm scared. Doors <laughs> to be scared. Open. <laughs> I'll leave it ajar. Uh, How about that? Not wide no, open yet. Right, right. <laughs> Baby steps. You know, you're such an oxymoron, Hannah, for someone that like has been in beauty pageants, like that really has like objectively seen her worth. You're the most insecure person I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have nothing to say but yeah. Dude, that was, <laughs> dude, that was a read. Oh, that, that was like a Panda Express fortune cookie and then just whoosh. And I was like, oh, keeping this one in my wallet. No, you're worth. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay, well, we're going to... That is a whole separate topic, so we'll just need to do a part two Yeah, this. wait for part two. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. thanks for... Thanks for sharing, you guys. I know this is, you know, kind of a cliffhanger. Thank you for having us. It is very much a cliffhanger. Yeah, but yeah, literally. If you want to see a part two, then comment comment below on YouTube. And subscribe. And subscribe. Obviously. Leave a review. Leave a review. Follow us on TikTok because. And IG. And yup. Twitter. YouTube. (laughs) Yup. All of the above. I don't, I don't know what else there is. I think we <laughs> named all the platforms. <laughs> um, but yeah, you guys can check out the show notes. Follow June and Hannah. Sorry, I butchered both of your guys' Instagram handles. <laughs> um, you can find us on all platforms. You guys should know it by now. Purgogi Podcast. And then I'm on Instagram and all of that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Thank you, Hannah. I want to be a trophy wife. <laughs> I want to be a trophy wife. I want to be a yoga mom. Pilates I want to be a trophy wife. wife. We should make a meme out of that. A trophy <laughs> wife? Okay, one more final thought. I don't even know if it'll make it into the episode. For me, because I grew up with a mom that did not essentially have a traditional career, mm-hmm. I want one because I don't mm. want to be that crazy to my child like oh. i don't want to have a child my child in my chokehold mm. my mom was very intense and like you have to do xyz to be successful and i don't want that right i don't right i want to be like are you good because i'm good like we're both good we're we go- can move let's, on let's make it happy <laughs> exactly <laughs> right right yeah no, thank, thank you hannah thank you for having us